Good morning and good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. This is Chris, and uh, well, today we're down on the beach. We're a little bit later than normal. Sun's come up, the rain went away. It's a gorgeous day, 23 degrees. The sand is absolutely fabulously cool. Uh, the rain has washed it out, and Chris is going for an ocean swim. So, as I walk, along here down towards the end of the beach where I start. Uh, I thought I'd talk about something that I've just spent half an hour, which is why I'm a bit late, talking to an old friend about. And the topic is um, nerve tension. So sloth is when nerves and muscles are relaxed. That's sloth. And so I guess you could say that maybe even sleep, REM, when we go to a deep place where the nerves of the body and the muscles of the body are completely relaxed. In the work I do in Inner Wealth, muscular tension. Alec is, um, is given credit for about 50% of the strength we had. So if we lift a, a barbell, or we go for a run, or we climb a mountain, or we ride a bike. The amount of power goes through the pedals. We would allocate, in my work, would allocate, allocate about 50% of what is being measured in terms of power as muscular. The rest is nerve. So if you take your, hold your hand out and say, Go, go, work, go like this. Go, hold your arm and start with clenching your fist and start with 1% activation. So your hand feels relaxed, completely sloppy, no activation at all. Then go two, two, two let's say, let's do it out of 10, one out of 10. So one out of 10 activation, sloppy, sloth. No activation. Two, tense it up a bit. Three, start to feel the muscles gripping. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. By now, your arm and your muscle should, the blood should be pumping through your arm and you should start to feel your, your hand almost cramped in grip. 10, nine, and 10. Now, you could almost be trembling from grip. And now release it by one point at a time, back to nine, to eight, to seven, to six, to five, to four, three two, one, sloth. Okay, so that's typically what people think of when they think of activating a muscle or activating the body or activating uh, strength. But at Inner Wealth, we split these two down the middle. So holding your hand, your arm, at about five. I'm going to do it again this time. So this is at five. So your muscles are engaged, but they're not cramped up, clamped. They're just 
engaged. They're just sort of ready. They're there. There's no floppy underarm. There's no droopy tricep. The bicep is engaged. The forearm's engaged. But it's not. If you push it, it's soft. And now move the nerves within the arm to level one, to activation two, keeping the muscles the same, activation three, activation four. Start to feel what you could, I suppose for the want of a better word, start to feel the energy flowing through the arm. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Now your arm at this point should be completely engaged, completely engaged, but the muscles are only 50% activated. The muscles are firm, but still soft. Blood is still flowing, energy is still moving through it. But if someone threw something at you right now, because your nerves are activated, you could quickly move your arm, quickly, like a lightning flash, and grab the ball. So the difference between full activation, which is muscle and nerve, and energy activation, which is 50% muscle, 100% nerve, means speed of movement, your ability to respond and react, to adapt. If you stand on, and if you're driving the car and listening to this, you can't do it, but if you stood on one leg and jammed the muscles of your leg rock solid, completely jam every muscle you can in your leg rock solid and stand on one leg, stand on that leg. The ability to stay balanced is nearly impossible because the muscle is fully 100% activated. If you, on the other hand, activate the nerves, feel the energy flowing down through the leg into the ground, and then 50% activate the muscles, keep the muscles relatively soft, still firm, they're not wobbling like uh, an old piece of uncooked chicken, they're, they're there, they're there, firm. You've got to stand on one leg forever because the ability to flex and adapt, ability to stand strong, ability to turn up, it's called presence by the way, ability to turn up is a nerve activation, not a muscular one. So a person with tight muscles who's activated their muscles becomes weak because they become quite assailable, quite aggressive, quite, um, I don't know what it is, uh, physical. And a person who's physicalized in a business or a life or a relationship setting to the point of being jammed is actually quite vulnerable. Yes, they might be, it might feel uh, threatening to be in their presence. It might feel, uh, gosh, what's the word for it? 
hyper to be around that person. You'll feel their anger or their tension or their nervousness. But a person whose nerves remain activated, the flow is within the body, while the muscles remain 50% just engaged but not locked. That person is exactly like Bruce Lee described, ready for anything. Calm, but available. Relaxed, but tense. So, nerve energy. And it's very physical. Because when we slouch, basically we've let muscular energy overtake nerve energy because nerve energy flows straight vertical through our body. So when we slouch over, we've just blocked all that beautiful nerve energy and replaced it with the muscular. As I walk here along the beach, if I keep my posture good and keep my muscles 50% activated but use nerve energy to walk, I'm calm, I'm centered, and I could probably do this walk all day. But if I tense myself, tense my hand, tense my legs, and become all gripped, I could probably do this twice before I become exhausted. <clears throat> With all this, talking about Bruce Lee and we talk about yoga and we talk about energy flow and healing, you know, when an acupuncturist puts a needle in you, they send energy through their arm. So they activate their nerves, but their arm muscles are only 50% engaged. They're engaged, but they're not uh, tight. You wouldn't feel good if an acupuncturist put a needle in you and their muscles were jammed tight heart. <coughs> Nor does it sound good when your voice is in sloth or your voice is in muscular engagement where you feel tense and nervous and tight. So the whole thing, <coughs> how you speak, how you move, how you touch. It's transmitted. And so getting this part of your nervous system energy right, understanding all this, it's pretty important stuff. Because it's transmitted long before, long before you talk. Long before people respond. They're picking up as to whether your nerve energy is engaged or whether your muscular energy is engaged. Sloth is the worst, where both are disengaged. Jammed up in tension, worry, anxiety, fear, is where they're all at 100%. The ability to have engaged the nerves at whatever level is required, but remain 50% with the muscular strength, muscular energy. This is mastery. And I think we need to spend a lot more time this year working on this topic.
practicing it. When you see people sit in meditation, from time to time you see them on the beach or you go to a meditation class and you see the teacher completely sitting there with their eyes closed, drifting off into Nana land. That person is no longer meditating. To be meditating, as in Himalayan meditation or Zen or whatever, <coughs> the muscles of the body have to be engaged. And that's why sitting a sitting posture is often the preferred method of meditation <coughs> because if you lie down, your muscles disengage and you fall asleep. But the nerves of a person in meditation are between 8 and 10 engaged. Power is flowing. Same as walk a cheek when we stand on the beach and do our energy movements. Okay, I'm going for a swim. Have a beautiful day. Bye for now.